Hello and welcome to the Good Boys Gone Bland Haunted Holiday Hotel. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 4, Episode 1. I am your host, Denali, the spectral phantom with a heart of gold. Ooh, I want a cool nickname. Uh, oh, I'm your co-host, Ryan, the jackhammer. <laughs> I'm your host, the Jace. <laughs> And my penis <laughs> fell off two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. We're a zombie. Why would you say that? <laughs> Thank you, Frankenstein's monster. Why? You didn't need to say that. <laughs> Your name would have sufficed. <laughs> I'm very sorry to hear about that about your member. Jackhammer, how's your penis? You know, <laughs> now that we're out in the open, <laughs> still attached. <laughs> oh god, is it still um as a specter? Is it still fully functional? You know, I don't have blood oh. flow because I don't have a heart moving. You know, I've been around for a long time, and I don't feel fully comfortable talking about my sex life. Really? Because I do not get that vibe, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the Victorian clothing make me look like I definitely have some orgies. <laughs> like I definitely get freaky, but uh, everyone assumes that I'm a pretty, uh, you know, straight down the middle of Spectre here. I, I'm, I'm sex, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm sex positive, but I, I you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm pretty normal. I'm pretty vanilla. You guys excited for the spooky season? Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do these weird bits every week. What's your costume? <laughs> you look like a piece of construction equipment, very niche. <laughs> yeah, I kind of envisioned myself like the person doing the jackhammering, not like <laughs> a piece of equipment <laughs> itself. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it. That's cool, man. <laughs> Good for you. Again, I, I don't want to go there. You kids having fun this Halloween? So much fun. Do you guys have a, um, a favorite Halloween candy? Yeah. Like, uh, Babe Ruth. Babe, I knew you were going to say something that like a 90 year old would eat. <laughs> and it was paper. I was like, that was like my. Like an 85 year old Jewish man trapped in a. <laughs> Like, no hell yeah honestly babe Ruth's are pretty good like underrated i think um jace what's your favorite halloween candy do you have one yeah you know i just strictly go to retirement homes and trick-or-treat for oh. where there's mints oh <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah dude senior citizen like hard candies fucking slap so hard yeah um, like those uh strawberries that have yeah, the gooey oh, stuff yeah yeah with the with the gooey stuff i i fuck with that um and also like the, the the you know you guys know the caramels you know the mm. hard caramels those well, the things slap caramels, pretty but it's hard. also like the cubes 
you guys ever get like the cubes from old no i'm not i I never get those oh my god those give you a whole cube sometimes damn what color god old people are so tight dude like like a like a caramel cube like literally a cube of caramel not like in candy form but just like a bunch of caramel you know what i do know what you're talking about i've had those yeah you guys ever have um like those neapolitan like chews like where it's like chocolate vanilla and strawberry and it's like chewy yeah that's another um slapperific old person candy flavored tootsie rolls oh yeah yeah yeah. uh, like lime from like the bargain the bulk bins back in the day god damn where do you even find those anymore with a chocolate plain tootsie roll for me i like the flavored ones man they're kind of fun yeah i I grew into them you can get chocolate everywhere else live on the live on the edge eat a flavored tootsie roll Take a walk on on the wild side, yeah. I, w- I was there with you, Jace, but for a while. But then, you know, it was a slippery slope. I was trying the long Tootsie Rolls and the ones that are, like, logs. And I'm like, oh, where's, where am I going to go next? You know, and I started, you know, t- trying all the other flavors and stuff. Um, it's kind of a bold move for the Tootsie Roll company to just be like, let's not change anything about this candy except the shape of it. <laughs> Honestly, the shape is so much better. Like, I love the long ones. You can pretend it's a cigar. It's very funny. Very funny gag. Um, you know, the ones that are like a brick. You can I pretend like it's rectangle like brown ones. teeth. Yeah, the rectangle ones. You can do like a funny teeth. Like, I have rotten teeth. That one's funny. Um, you can build like a little house. Lots of funny stuff you can do with uh, Tootsie Rolls. Hmm. Anyways, uh, this is our Halloween-themed episode that we're doing <laughs> this time around. Um, when this comes out, this should be this should be coming out pretty much like right after Halloween, if we time this correctly. Um, we just came off of our State of the Podcast episode last week, um, and we decided on a new season. Uh, Jace, do you want to maybe uh, tell tell our audience what uh, what went down? Yeah. Because we know most of you skipped that episode. Yep. <laughs> there are plenty of state of the podcast listeners. Like, it's not a speaking. fucking movie. Okay, things get crazy in the state of the podcast. I love yeah. those. Those are like the funniest ones, in my opinion. Oh, I I love our state of the podcast. They are um they're a bit of like a a, a best kept secret on our show. If you guys don't listen to state of the podcasts, you know, do yourself a favor and and watch how the the sausage is made. You know, sometimes hey, that's, the, that's my metaphor. I, I say that all the time. And yeah, I got ever. I like it. Yeah, guys, watch how the sausage is made. Watch how it's made. Sometimes it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jace, what did we uh, what did we decide on for for season four? Oh, we didn't decide on shit. Well, OK, <laughs> yes. Well, the wheel of chaos through our incredibly convoluted ranked choice voting system mm-hmm. spun us on to holiday horror. That's right, baby. We got 10 holiday-themed horror movies that we are doing yes. this season. We're um, at the very minimum horror movies that are set on holidays. Right, right, yeah. And that's... But I, that we, Otherwise, it would just be like nine Halloween movies. Well, honestly, I was... <laughs> I was, like, going through the list. I'm sure, I think we did it a little bit on the state of the podcast. Like, how many horror movies take place during a holiday um, or are holiday adjacent? And there's, there's a lot. There's actually yeah. a, a fuckload. And some of them are absolutely wild uh which is which makes me really excited for this season um we did decide on a room in the movie mansion that this would inhabit or or a theme we were kind of uh thinking the ha- the haunted holiday hotel um uh, which i think sounds sounds very good I, I was thinking like you know we 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 got out of the movie mansion we're trying to like kind of escape from from this crazy saw like game where we get trapped in rooms um and we end up in a haunted hotel and the hotel keeper is like hey you guys 
you, you came in here without money and now you've got to watch these movies from my personal collection or i won't let you leave that's what they do in hotels right they kind of imprison you until you have enough money yeah is this a timeshare is this a holiday hotel of horrors a timeshare that's why we we're to... here for 10 weeks yeah we're... it's a 10-week presentation uh that way you can get the free dinner yeah i i think it's a great idea i think the funny part is of us being trapped in the house for three consecutive times and then being like enough let's go on a vacation and then getting trapped again is hilarious but then also it's going to be hard to come up with a meter for this because oh yes yes you know horror movies have their own kind of meter and stereotypes but then mm -hmm. holiday movies have their own as well so is it possible to put all those movies in one basket and say this is it like and we sift it and say this is what right. comes out every single time I don't know. I think that's going to be really fun. And I think that's something we're going to find by maybe movie five, six, seven. Not necessarily mm -hmm. this week. Yeah, hey, if you I can think grind just up like dicks, butts, and lips to get sausage, you can throw Holiday and Horror together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's where we're going with the metaphor. Put that, put that in the on a bumper sticker, Jace. Um, <laughs> this season's a bunch of sausage. It's Holiday Horror sausage. No, it's not. It's not with the metaphor. It's not, it's not about sausages. We don't have to do sausages. Um, I was thinking kind of because I was thinking about the meter, too. I think where I might fall and we'll we'll get into this, you know, in our meter conversation is, you know, I think how maybe scary the movie is will be, will be on the meter for me and maybe how holiday themed it is. Like how much is it adhere to a holiday theme? Um, I think those are the, well, the two things. OK, so scary. It does not necessarily have a place on my meter because there are some horror movies that are. Oh, not Ryan doesn't all. get scared. Ryan's no, so I tough. Scared. I get scared. Uh, I like being scared. Yeah, That's from like part. tax fraud, man. You're like an adult who like doesn't believe in the scary faces and the scary ghosts. Hard to get scared at a horror movie <laughs> when you have to pause it every three seconds to analyze it technically. <laughs> hey, that does help. But no, I, I get scared. That's the whole idea. That's, that's why. Like, yeah. That's why I like doing this so much. But uh, I think there are horror movies that are not scary that are better right. than most horror movies that are scary. What's um? What's like a what's a movie that scared you like legitimately? Okay, so no judgment because I get scared all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it definitely starts when I was a kid. Right. Like my, my the first scary movie I ever watched was Signs. Oh man, it's not yeah. really a horror movie. Oh, that's fucking terrifying though. It's a terror right. movie. It's absolutely terrifying. It's like I wouldn't look at roofs for like years, oh, and Jesus. I wouldn't watch scary movies for years. And then I mean, once I got older, I just uh, I really liked them. Um, now me and you watched sinister oh i'm still fucked up to this day that movie is scary um, yeah hereditary was pretty scary uh i gotta say honestly the strangers me and jace watched together oh still fucked up to this day from yeah. that movie yeah i think being scared is a um, combination of factors so like i can remember times i was really scared of movies but that the movies themselves weren't necessarily the scariest movies i've seen so right um paranormal activity messed me up <laughs> i think it was memed so much before i saw it that i, I wasn't oh, I, yeah i watched it yes yeah. okay so there you go yeah <laughs> that's pretty good um i saw an article about the movie sinister you know jace have you seen sinister like the 
where it's a bar ghoul comes out of the the movie and makes kids murder their parents pretty fucked up i haven't it's a good Very, it's, it's a good one and, and uh that movie i heard like it was it's a bullshit research study but like they they hooked up people to like heart monitors to like judge how scary a movie is and i guess that one won out of a bunch of movies <laughs> i honestly would say the same thing that's probably the scariest like single yeah. there's a couple single scenes in there that are just absolutely horrifying yeah that movie's great uh, I'm glad we're not going to, since it's a holiday horror themed season, I don't think we're going to watch anything that scary. <laughs> no, it depends on your sensitivity, though. So we need to talk about this yeah, a little bit, right. because I'm upset at you for watching a trailer for this movie. <laughs> Dude, I got to. Ha- OK, I've got to watch the trailer first, especially if it's a horror movie to be like, OK, this is how scary it's going to be in an alley. This is how to prepare your mind, because if I just jump into a movie without realizing it's scary, the first scare, I will fucking absolutely demolish my pants. Like I there is there's no I don't have no prep, dude. Like, so I need to know if it's funny or is it kind of like campy scary if it's straight scary and I'm not expecting it, you know, un- yeah. This is a really important thing with movies because this is if it was a book, you could read a synopsis. But sometimes watching the trailer for a movie is like reading the full spark notes for a movie (laughs) because whoever made the trailer was stupid. (laughs) Yeah, especially movies made in the mid 2000s. Oh, they'll just straight up show you who dies. Yeah, who's the murderer? Like they the. This trailer was three minutes and it spoiled everything. And I was like, oh, I can I can deal with this. Wow. <laughs> like it's it's like always what? Yeah, is the what I, I, you have said this? I, I need to do it. Like, why do you need to do it? Because like for me, the whole reason I watch a scary movie yeah. is to have some sense of thrill, some sense of like something on the screen it's going to try and elicit an emotional response out of me yeah and i'm going to be perfectly fine afterwards so like it's like getting on a roller coaster like i I, i'm not gonna like stand in line for a roller coaster and google what like the pov of this (laughs) i i I do i do that with roller coasters So, like, the thrill you get from watching, like, a movie where you're like, oh, haha, that was funny, and I'm good now. Like, I get that thrill from, like, a toaster going off or, like, you know, like a microwave, like, it's done before I expected it to be. And so a, a horror movie is so many times higher than that for me that I need to prepare myself. Otherwise, I'm going to make a pants mess, and I don't want to have that. Well... Okay, so let's sit. Can I say this yeah. at the outset? You okay. picked the wrong movie to do that with. Okay. Sounds like he's going to do it with all of them. No I understand what. this. I'm going to try and persuade him not to. Uh, please trust me. If I, if yeah. I was sending to watch you a scary movie, I would yeah. tell you that it's scary. Not all horror movies are scary. So, like, there are going to be a couple, like, slashers that we watch that are not that scary. Yeah. But there's still a plot line that doesn't have anything to do with the scariness. So like watching the trailer is going to ruin the plot line. It's not going to ruin the scare. I understand. Yeah. Well, um, I, I appreciate your opinion and I'll, I'll definitely like escalate it and I'll kind of let, you know, let the right people know and we'll, we'll kind of like talk it over. Um, and we definitely appreciate your input, uh, on this matter. Um, we'll definitely think hard about it, but I am going to wear, <laughs> I am going to watch the trailer. <laughs> you Ah. okay well it, dep- it depends it depends if it's a movie like um we we can talk about the next movie um but i will 
I'll take your your advice into consideration, Ryan. Um, but if it looks really, really spooky, I don't know. I don't know, man. But okay, I understand what you say. But like, okay, we'll we'll warn you. We'll, All right. We will warn you. You don't have a, to go to the internet for that. If a toaster could have like a light buzz or like a light that goes on before it pops, that way I have like a two second warning that it's about to pop. That would be so tight because a lot of times I'm like I'm gonna keep my eyes on it. That way it won't surprise me, but then it surprises me more because you're staring at it and all of a sudden it jumps at you. Okay, well, maybe this is going to be a great experiment because I feel that once you learn the language of horror movies, it's very hard to get like actually scared. Oh, Um, you learn the language, you learn the pacing of everything. Um, Yeah, it's like jazz, you know, right? Okay, but like the, the very few times that the pacing is broken people yeah. like it, it immediately gets noticed in like pop culture or whatever but like right um i think that by maybe number 10 i think this might wear off a little bit okay so this is this is good exposure therapy um it's not really even exposure therapy i think you're just gonna learn well i hope so ryan and maybe this will be good this will be good for me um Briefly, guys, I do have something for us before we get into this movie review, if you don't mind. I mean, do you mind? If you don't mind, I think we should do something a little Halloween-themed um, this time around. Um, you know, Ryan, you're you're a great storyteller. You've written a book. Your stories are famous on our show. Um, and then Jace, you know, you're a great voice actor. You do, you do great voices on, on, you know, as DMing. And I figured this would be, uh, you know, a good chance um, to kind of get into some Halloween scary stories. Um, and so, uh, you know, let me just, let me just fire this up, uh, real quick here. Okay. Um, so who wants to go first? I don't know what we're doing. Okay. Uh, Jace, would you like to go first? I'm in. Jace is in. All right. Ryan, can I get an adjective? Um, purple. Purple. Okay. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, give me another adjective, Ryan. Uh, crispy. Jace, give me a number. Thirteen. Thirteen. Ooh, scary. The scariest number <laughs> of all. Uh, uh, Jace, give me a famous person. Quickly. Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. I want you to just fire these off. Okay. Uh, Ryan, quick. Uh, noun that's plural. Um, werewolves. Ooh, werewolves. All right. Uh, Jace, a uh, body part. Quickly. Pinky. <laughs> uh, Ryan, a noun. Uh, pumpkin. Uh, Jace, a serial killer. Whoa. Name for a serial killer? Ted Bundy? Uh, body part, plural, Ryan. Um, kneecaps. Jace, oh. an adjective. Flimsy. Ryan, adjective. Um, wistful. Oh. Jace, mm-hmm. noun. Uh, Venus. <laughs> Ryan, a number. Uh, 1100. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jason Noun? A noun. Kermit the Frog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, Ryan, give me another number. Uh, One. All right, Jace, what's the best way to send this to you? Probably Facebook. All right, Jace, do you have it? Yes. Don't look at it yet. All right, so in your best um, scary story voice, uh, just just tell us this story. You know, I want to I want you to paint a picture and take this seriously. Take it seriously. Yeah, Give me your best crack. 
Robert Forster was a purple man. <laughs> he was always a crispy type of man. He never hurt anyone. Until 13 years ago. He was even the one who killed Elon Musk. <laughs> Shit. He used different things to murder people with. Even werewolves. Whoa. <laughs> he, he used once, werewolves? He once even shoved a man's pinky into a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Seems not nearly as bad as werewolves. He was inspired by Ted Bundy. He took souvenirs from his. <laughs> he, he took souvenirs from his victims, such as kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> he then was caught by a flimsy policeman because of the wistful smell coming from his Venus. <laughs> he had over 1,100 bodies in his Kermit the Frog. He was sent <laughs> He That's was a sent, big he was sent to prison for one lifetime. <laughs> he, got, he only got one lifetime charge. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm so I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm hot. TMJ is acting up. <laughs> He's just in, in his Kermit the Frog puppet. <laughs> that doubles as a tent. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jace. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I guess I oh. imagine the Kermit the Frog being like a Macy's Thanksgiving parade float. <laughs> <laughs> and this model here doubles as cold storage in case you're a murderer. <laughs> Wink, wink. Don't go shoving any pinkies into pumpkins. <laughs> All right. Um, let's. I'm gonna have Ryan do the next one, and let's do this quick. Uh, Jace, <laughs> adjective, please. I don't even know anymore. Um, uh, lithe. Lithe adjective. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard that word before. Just <laughs> uh, supple. Supple. Uh, Ryan, an adjective. Frog-like. Frog-like. Ooh. Kermit's on my mind. <laughs> yeah. Our adjective. I'll do this one. Stinky. All right. Ooh. Jace, a noun. Um, what are those big horses called? Wait, would that count? Oh, oh, from the Budweiser. Uh, those... Clyde's. <laughs> okay, is no. It Clyde's... Uh -huh. Okay. Y yeah, it is that, but. Clydesdale horse. <laughs> is that a... That's a noun. That's, That's a, a thing. thing. Uh. Uh, uh, Ryan, another noun. Um, Popeye. Popeye. Uh, Jace, uh, verb ending in ed. Snorted. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, snorted. That's good. That's good. Um, 
Uh, Ryan a noun? Um, a DVD copy of the movie Jaws. For me, a noun. Uh, 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 but uh, Ryan, uh, Jace, a uh, place. Florence. Uh, Ryan a noun? Denali's butt. Denali's butt. Mm. Jason, adjective. Ah. Opalescent. Opalescent. Oh, not the thesaurus over here. Verb ending in ing, uh, fisting. Uh, oh, come on. You get Ryan a noun. Uh, uh, Ford, four by four. Ford, four by four. Pick up. Jace, verb ending in ed. Mm. Pounced. Pounced. Uh, Ryan, an adverb. Something that describes a verb. This happened last time. Uh, blissfully. Uh, uh, Jace, noun, plural. It can be a name, right? Um, it's a person, place, or thing, but it's, it's plural. So it can't be somebody's name with an... Like, Rodrigo's <laughs> would work if it was multiple Rodrigo's. <laughs> Shout out my homie Rodrigo in Mexico. You're going you're gonna to do Rodrigo's. Yeah. Rodrigo's multiple of this per- like Rodrigo clones or just Rodrigo's people clones. people name Rodrigo I assume okay uh, uh adjective Brian um oh boy um weathered weathered adjective me slimy uh, adjective Jace pristine Ryan a female name female name yeah Priscilla Priscilla. It's a good creepy name. Alright, Ryan, do you have a Facebook? Oh, yeah. I guess. You might I'm... be able to just send it to him on Discord. Oh. Just send it to Ryan. There we go. Do you, did you get it, Ryan? Don't read it though. Don't read it. Okay. Just, just... No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. In my mic. Okay, wait, wait. Let me go back. Okay. Not that, Ryan, it's not so that long. in your best, you know, creepy storyteller voice. Okay, you ready? Okay. Is this is this a poem? The first phrase is like a poem. Oh, it's uh it's it's based on Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Oh, okay. I needed to know that. That's okay. very helpful. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes, please. Once upon a midnight supple, while I pondered <laughs> frog-like and stinky. <laughs> Over many a quaint and curious Clydesdale horse of forgotten Popeye, while I snorted, nearly napping, suddenly there came a DVD copy of the movie Jaws. (laughs) This guy's having a stroke. (laughs) As a butt gently rapping, rapping at my Florence door. Tis some Denali's butt, I muttered, tapping at my foreign store. Only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember it was in the opalescent December, and each separate fisting ember wrought its forward four-by-four pickup upon the floor. Eagerly, I pounced the morrow, Blissfully, I, I had sought to borrow from my Rodrigo's surcease of sorrow. Sorrow for the weathered Lenore, for the slimy and pristine maiden whom the angels named Priscilla, nameless here forevermore. 
Bravo, Ryan. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Holy shit. That was... That was weirdly beautiful. Yeah, no. And <laughs> sounds like it's a guy that were good. <laughs> just it was Edgar Allan Poe just having a fucking mushroom trip and also having a stroke. <laughs> oh, DVD copy of Jaws. Uh, very good. Well, those were good. Those were good Halloween um, scary stories. Um, are you guys are you guys feeling like getting into this? Uh, yeah, That's I want to talk movie? about this uh, because yeah, I want to talk about like horror movies in general, and I feel like it'll be more constrained if I have a, a specific movie to talk about. Sure. <laughs> um. So right, we'll start this off by like you've seen. You said you've seen this movie a bunch of times, right? You you watch it like every oh, year. Man. So um, not only was this movie straight to DVD, like it didn't go to theaters, but I own the Blu-ray. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, I'm one of like the select few who have like seen the commentary. OK, tight. Uh, so, Brian, how many times do you think you've seen this movie? Probably like seven or eight. Seven or eight. OK, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good amount. Jace, is this your first time watching it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Me as well. Um, this, of course, is a Halloween themed movie. It's called Trick or Treat, uh, released in. Uh, well, Ryan, do you have wait? Who has the synopsis? I think it's Jace, right? I do. I did somehow. I did one really recently, so yeah, I believe Jace has the synopsis. Jace, you want to just take it away? Sure. Yeah, tell tell us what this movie's about. Okay, we we can get in. You know. Yeah, we watched the movie Trick or Treat. Really was a treat. Um, so the movie is hey, no uh, non-biased review, Jace. Jesus Christ, can't be throwing out stuff like that. Easy does it, man. This movie is a. Halloween anthology based horror that surrounds a small town in Ohio that has a large Halloween festival every year and where things are a little wacky. Um, We get about four major plot lines that follow uh, the principal, a group of young women visiting the town, uh, a group of children and an old dude. There, there, there are probably more. But um, we were kind of just presented in non-linear time. Actually, I think kind of moving backwards. I think we start at the end and then we segment our way uh, through Bit of time. A fiction, yeah. Yeah. Um, we get some history of the town. Uh, we see that the principal is a murderer. The murderer gets murdered. We're introduced to Sawain. Uh, so, uh, how you say it yeah in gaelic sawain um and the cutest little murderer ever sam (laughs) who is probably my favorite who um so sam is the little devil incarnate the spirit of halloween and he pretty much will just murder you if you do anything that's antithesis to halloween thematic events so if you blow out your uh jack-o'-lantern you're gonna get stabbed if you don't give a kid candy you're gonna get stabbed um Mm -hmm. if you're not wearing a halloween costume stabbed all justified yeah if it's halloween and you still have a you know like uh 2014 you know presidential yeah. election stand the uh, a thing in your so stabbed oh <laughs> yeah stabbed you know wearing like a like a you know like a joker costume like the heath ledger's joker and it's like you know like i'd, I'd probably stab for that yeah, stab. Uh, you know, it's like it's it's like seriously like you're still doing that you know uh walking phoenix joker is also stabbed yep absolutely uh, any other stabs um they're probably a lot 
I was gonna say Napoleon Dynamite, but I think that's come back around. That's like I think back. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, probably unstabbed for that one. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I think we're just. I think we need to talk about the movie itself outside I of agree. the story, but anthology, anthological, anth- uh, <laughs> a- a- anthropology. <laughs> no. Dinosaur-based horror movie on Halloween. <laughs> it's so, dinosaurs. On the day when the veil between Guys, the anthro, living... Anthro means, like, human. I thought so, it was a story. That would be, like, paleontology. No. I thought they had, they have the cool clothes that are on, like, three racks. They rode dinosaurs, so... Anth- Move past it. Mm. The movie Ants. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got basically a short story-based Halloween treat here for us. Yeah. Uh, and... Let's get into it. Let's get, I mean, so this, yeah, like this, like you said, you know, it's, uh, it's an anthology. It's, you got like four stories crammed into, you know, one movie and they all kind of, they kind of intertwine, right? Like it's kind of like, it, it kind of jumps around, but then you see like an overall narrative. Uh, it was an interesting way of doing a, a movie like this. Like it, it really felt like you were, you know, it, it, I think it was just a celebration of the holiday itself. It, I just, I can't, yeah, I can't definitely. think of a better. I mean, so the director, Michael Doherty, is uh, like a huge, he's super into Halloween. And -hmm. this was his brainchild. Like, the director wrote it. And uh, he came up with the Sam character and everything. Which is is really cool. It's not like this is some studio movie where that's a hit. Go make a horror movie. And this guy's going to write the script. And this guy's going to direct. It's this guy. He was a director in Hollywood. He made like a couple of the X-Men movies. Uh, he made Superman Returns, and then he basically got a small budget to do this uh, to this movie, and he did the whole thing. And that's what I really like because that's I think something that's commendable and is something that you don't find every day. And it's leads itself yeah. to really weird ideas, like a anthology movie that's dedicated to the day of Halloween. And I love it. Yeah, like hell yeah, like it's it's something that they were able to take a risk on, or you know, it's 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 more of a creative risk when you have one guy making it or kind of doing a lot of this stuff. Totally. Um, and for our audience members who who might have not seen this movie, uh, we sh- what it, who is Sam in this? Oh movie? yeah, so Sam is a little kid who he's the spirit of a child, essentially because he's the spirit of Halloween, like incarnate. Um, and he shows up like Jace had did mention this, but he shows up in each scene, like, and basically makes sure that the main characters are abiding by the rules of Halloween. And if sometimes they aren't, therefore Sam's just a background character. But sometimes they're very, very much not, and therefore Sam gives them the old neck slit. Yeah, he kills them. Just with uh, a lollipop. <laughs> very strange, malevolent force that is also kind of a homie, like. If you were going to oh, hang out with an evil homie. spirit, it's yeah. Sam. Yeah, Sam. Did you notice Sam chilling at the bonfire? He's just yeah, he was strange He's watching the werewolf murder orgy. Yeah, I feel that like that's pretty tied to Sam. The one group that he couldn't shouldn't be allowed to fuck with, no matter what, because they were quite literally monster beings. Because <laughs> they're yeah, they're all werewolves. Were they abiding by the rules? I guess they're dressing up in human costumes. Uh, and they didn't blow out anything. Well, they're humans. Well, they're werewolves, Ryan. I mean, like, let's not have... Okay, let's not have this conversation. Wait, wait, wait. It's okay. They're not humans. They're abominations. A human? Yes. Is a lichen a human? I think it's basically just... It's a type of moss. So, (laughs) you're wrong. These, yeah. 
well we could probably break down the movie in into pieces like they probably yeah. did because um you know kind of the the one of the first characters you see is is murder principal um who i think yes. my probably my favorite i think <laughs> throughout this movie yeah dylan baker he's amazing most satisfying dr connors from the spider-man yeah. <laughs> live action movies uh he was a treat i thought it was really um it was pretty funny like how they make you sympathize and root for the guy murdering a bunch of children because <laughs> he's a fucking serial killer like the first thing he does is poison this this like this kid who's stealing candy All right but then the thing is is like the introduction to his victim is his victim is breaking the rule Right. And this is before we know that there's Sam out there. So, like, there's a good chance that this kid would have got got by Sam anyways, because Sam shows up at the principal's house right afterwards. Um, oh, yeah, true. he would have been. He, he was smashing jack pumpkins and he was stealing candy. Yeah, he would have gone. Smashing pumpkins. So it's kind of an interesting thing is like Sam isn't the only one out there bestowing karma on people. And okay. remember, the principal says, oh, you forgot the most important rule. Always check your candy. He is like, what? OK, who how many people with college engineering degrees or college chemical degrees are there out there yeah. that could be like, well, let me check my candy bar for potassium cyanide <laughs> and sucker. Right. And for in this in this instance, I think it's that um, make sure the wrappers aren't tampered with. And if they are, throw mm. them away. Like when we, I was a kid, right. I had to spread all my candy out on the living room floor and check yeah. to see if the wrappers were intact. Yeah, I did the same thing, too. Um, that was kind of a big thing growing up in like the 2000s and the 90s was you know, it's your huge. candy has razor blades or drugs in it. And free drugs, baby. Please. Yeah, that is so tight of the Please put drugs in my candy. <laughs> we put six grand worth of cocaine and marijuana in all these candies. We just gave it away. Isn't that John, great? You gave away my Tootsie Rolls? Dude, I coated those in acid last night. <laughs> what? All those kids are going to be so enlightened in their environmental policy 20 years from now. <laughs> like, those scenes where, um, you know, like that murder principle, you know, there's a reveal where he kind of drags the body to the backyard after he, he murders that kid. Um, and then there's like a big, you know, ditch full of all the kids he murdered, right? And there's a scene where, like, the neighbor is kind of peeking. He's like, hey, what's going on over there? And the kid's, like, squirming, and he's, like, curb stomping it. And yeah. I found myself laughing, and I'm like, why the it fuck was, am I laughing at this? Okay, this so is horrifying. I, can, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can actually seriously answer that question. Yeah. I have the answer. Um, the in-between scene where the principal is dragging the body into the house was originally on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. And because uh, the, the studio wanted to be more of a traditional uh, like Hollywood movie. And the director, this is in the commentary, the director uh, fought to include that scene, the in-between scene, because it was kind of funny. And it told you that, like, the funny bodily humor, like, right. oh, crap, this kid's fat, it's hard to drag. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of comedic. It wasn't, that part wasn't scary, it was comedic. And so it, that was the first scene that let us laugh at what's happening on screen. And if that scene's missing, I think you're totally right. Like, it would oh, feel totally. weird. Like, we wouldn't really <laughs> laugh at the graveyard scene. But it's pretty funny. Like, the way he's like, we're kind of rooting for him not to get caught. Yeah, it's like, LOL, isn't this so awkward? How, like, this yeah. child is, like, hard to carry? It's and like... that's, like, I think that's a brilliant point between, like, yeah. how close horror is to comedy. 
You just have to give them oh. the okay, and they'll start laughing. I think that's a good point. You know, it's like uh, like the tension is built up, and then having some kind of release yeah. valve is, is kind of the same exact. You can replace a guy getting stabbed with like a joke, and uh, the reaction would be the same. Or you could. This is and they did in this too. movie. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Like you can uh, take an audience, like you can record an, a movie theater audience of a horror movie and a comedy, and they sound very similar because people laugh when they're like, oh, I got scared. Oh, you know. Yeah. I don't throw my popcorn and scream as much in comedies, but I, I get your point. <laughs> I throw it more, I throw it even harder. Off. And I screamed that I shit myself. <laughs> now, now I, 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 yeah. I'm, and Jace also, like, did you find this movie scary? Yeah. There were some scary um, parts. Yeah, like, I think afterward, you know, I, I don't think I'm, like, traumatized or scared from it. But I think in the moment, yeah, there was some spooky parts. The, like, what, like what parts? Um, I mean, Jace, feel free to jump in as well. I think For maybe me, the last part, you know, like the house scene. They had really good tension. House scene's uh, pretty, pretty creepy. With- uh, the the girl who carved a bunch of the jack o' lanterns and they took him down to the bus. Oh, okay. and, um, that was pretty creepy. Yeah. So they 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 mixed really well the kind of comedic air with the um, pushing through. It's kind of like a wave of comedy where these kids bring this girl who's kind of socially outcast from everybody else at the school. They take her to a location where the old guy killed a bunch of kids, um, and they trick her by dressing up as ghouls and they chase her and then she hits her head and you like you're like oh oh wow okay that was a scary scene they were chasing her through they they have there were chains on them you thought she was literally going to be eaten you thought the other kids got eaten um you get presented with a little bit of humanity like the one kid's like okay wow that was fucked up yeah like so you can feel you can feel relieved about it and then all the kids from the bus that were killed 20 years ago show up yeah, and they the actually actual murder zombies. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pr- those kids were actually pretty, pretty creepy. That end scene um, where the old guy, it's, you know, it's revealed that he's the bus driver who killed all those kids. Um, the origin story is pretty fucked up, by the yeah. way, where it's like so the, the costume yeah. design on those kids. Oh, that was so good. From like yeah. the 60s or whatever that were killed was so good. And like you're like, why are these costumes so scary? They're like unnecessarily <laughs> scary. Well, when they come back as zombies halfway through the movie, you're like, oh, okay. And now I now understand go. why they made the costume scary. But that scene where the kids come back for him towards the end, that actually was was that's that was chilling. I thought when he opened yeah. the door and he heard a knock and he sees all those kids, I was like, right. oh man, that was good. The good like the payoffs in this movie are really nice. Whether or not it's. Whether or not it's a comedic, whether or not it's a scary, or whether or not it's like a, oh, now yeah. I get it. Like, they did a really good job of rewarding the viewer for paying attention. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. I, it was it was like a jazz song. You know, they're they're like, bet it, bet discord it. And then they hit the right chord at the end. Ba-da-da-da-da. And then it's like, oh. With the uh, principal. It's like jazz. <laughs> I think in that scene, in that back and forth scene, which in the whole is just hilarious because he's yeah. dealing yeah. <laughs> with his kid. Um, I think as soon as he finishes that scene up and he pats like the last bit of um, dirt down and they change the view of the camera as he's coming back into the house, I think there are a lot of other trees planted in that backyard uh, insinuating that he's been doing this for a long time and that he's a really oh. fucked up character. Nice catch, man. Yeah. That kind of brings up um, 
that brings up my other question with this is like how many fucking kids get murdered annually in this town that just kind of go unnoticed you have to you have to throw that out. I asked that question to myself in the first 10 minutes. I was like, they wake up on November 1st and like, fuck, how many people are missing? <laughs> Is that like the purge where they're just like, any murders that happen in this day, just uninvestigated. Just, it just happened. All right. Like, I like to think that that's why the people, the adults in the movie have yeah. such a great respect for the traditions of Halloween. It's because they oh. know the hazards. It's a real hazard. Yeah, like they went through a few years where several of their friends died for, you know, they kind of put the math together. They don't, you know, see Sam or anything like that. But they know like every year kids die who are assholes. So you need to be respectful. So How tight is the fucking housing prices and the taxes there that they just don't move? Like, sorry, Jace. Canonically, Sam only visits one city in in the world like each year. Oh, okay. So, oh, is he like Santa where he just go? He picks a different one. So I was doing some reading. Not what Santa does. Well, find out. Why that your parents well, told you you didn't get presents every year. This is holiday horror. <laughs> Wait, so. Dude, like, if he goes, if he chooses, like, I'm gonna do New York City this year, so, like, everyone, that's, that's, like, fucking well, 10 million people he's gonna, like. He's not sprinting around from house to house killing everybody. Like, he okay, just, just whatever he people sees. he haps, happens upon, he's kind of just, like, the neighborhood watch, yeah. What yeah. if it's a really, like, Christian city that's, like, they don't celebrate it at all? Like, is he just gonna, we'll does he purposely, is he just, like, you know, it's just, like, too much, like, I can't, like. But he's going to punish the city that kind of follows uh, it, like the, as opposed to people who a city that doesn't like what? I, th I don't think that's the point. Like this, the point isn't that he's a super villain. Okay. The point is that like, I it's think it's a... like the shitty superheroes I make up. It, it, it there has to it's cause and effect. Right. Halloween has to be being celebrated and it has to be being celebrated incorrectly. Yeah, like what if not we... disrespecting Halloween by not celebrating. Yes. OK, so it's whoever's disrespecting Halloween. What if you convinced him that it was Halloween, like, you know, six months out of the year, and then also convinced him that certain people hate Halloween? Is he a good assassin? What if Sam ends up one time in Halloween Town? Oh, like the like the Disney movie Halloween Town? Yeah, where it's Halloween every day. Oh, he's going to go ape shit, dude. He's not going to have a day off. Though they are generally respectful. They might be able yeah, to handle him. Yeah, they might be. He might just be chilling for a whole year. He might, he might live there. Yeah, he comes back. Like, hey, he's from. Sam, how you doing? He's like, <laughs> that's probably where he's from, you guys. And then on the actual Halloween, he goes kicks back to Earth. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Well, shit. Like, if there's an alien invasion, for example, um, could we just send him in like a space capsule to the alien planet where they definitely don't celebrate Halloween? Well, again, all? I think you have to celebrate okay. it and choose okay. to disrespect it. Okay, fine. You introduce the concept of Halloween to the aliens. Obviously, they're not going to give a fuck. They don't have brains that work like ours. And then you send him after him. But Sam might max out at like four or five killings a night because for a part of the time, he's sitting on a bench watching. Uh, women take off their skin. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fine. That that was a werewolf scene. That's that was seen. Oh, the that's movie. in the movie. Yes. Ryan's yeah. Ryan's coach here. So, uh, how about then we 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 clone Sam? You kind of like take some because he has regenerative cells because he's a, he's pumpkin. He's a pumpkin boy, 
And oh, we should mention can, that too. Yeah, he's made of pumpkins. He's made of pumpkins. That's revealed at the end. Spoilers. Honestly, <laughs> like I don't know what's scarier: the sack with the be- with the, the yeah. eyes or Whoa. the pumpkin face. His fucking so, pumpkin face. <laughs> that was scarier. The so the the reason it's so scary, I think, is yeah. because it's modeled after a fetus skull. Hmm. Oh. I did not so know that. It's like childlike, but demented, and it gives us this kind of like icky feeling on like an innate level. Oh my gosh! I did, yeah, because that reveal was pretty scary. Because he's on top of the the old guy, like trying to murder him, and the old guy pulls the sack off his head. And I was expecting to see like an actual kid, like a like ha! an actual kid from the town. Okay, I, I was, was wondering if that was ruined in the trailer for you. No, that was not. Okay. Um, sorry, people listening. Now it is. Now it is ruined. <laughs> I, I think it's not because it's, you should like, still see it. it yeah. Yeah. You should still see it. Like, and, and so he's an actual pumpkin. He gets shot like a bunch of times with like a you know freaking double barrel shotgun. And guts, pumpkin guts come out. Yeah, pumpkin shit comes out. Pumpkin yeah. guts. That's awesome. That's like such a great like physical joke. And then he just he comes back like the pumpkin heals itself because it's pumpkin, man. You, you can't yeah, kill a pumpkin. Evil Dead, the thing style, you know. Pumpkins are unkillable. They last so, so long. If you like buy a pumpkin around Halloween them, and they're just on your table, they're you, straight chilling. And it's like when you look at one thing for so long that it just disappears in your vision, and all of a sudden it's the middle of summer That's next year, and you've got I'm a yelling. pumpkin on your table. You're like, <laughs> oh like, shit! Oh, oh, what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> Where'd that come from? There's a whole oh, city in here. Right? It's got a pumpkin. <laughs> Ryan, you have a pumpkin behind you. Don't look. Don't look. Guys, okay. that's been there for every single episode we've ever recorded. Is that a real pumpkin? No. Okay. Well. <laughs> One thing about the costumes in this movie, I noticed like they're all really great classic handmade uh, costumes. They're n- there's no like uh, superheroes like IP. There's no Captain Americas. There's, there's no like and Red Riding Hood. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's that's kind of a fucking cop out. Um, I mean, those are public, you know. Domain, but... Those, yeah. There's there's no like uh, there's no cheap costumes like you know that you buy at Walmart. Like they're all idea, right? Like we had like a, the main. I mean, the we didn't mention the robot and the the guy in the opening oh, yeah. scene. I don't want to spoil that too much because if someone watches the movie, uh, that's the first scene. It's so good. But mm-hmm. like that yeah. scene is that scene's pretty scary. There's a couple jump scares that are pretty good. That scene, yeah, they they did the kind of bait and switch a little bit with like the scarecrow. Thought someone was going to be in that from the yeah. angle, and they got me. I got got. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this this yeah, movie subverts stuff in that in that way. Yeah, right, totally. And things pop up if you really, really, really pay attention. They pop up like the robot and Buck Rogers are like walking around in the background of every other scene. Mm-hmm. They're, they're seen in the back I thought that background. was cool. And then my favorite part, I think like seriously, one of my favorite details is that in the opening, so the woman is going down, taking down her Halloween decorations, and she's pulling the sheets off of these kind of scarecrows. And right. that's what prevents the jump scares. It's like, is there going to be a monster under the sheet? That's yeah. what it is. And then the guy goes back out. And unless you're like thinking about the scene, you don't really realize that. Sam must have went around and put all the sheets back on the scarecrows. Oh, because there's, there's they're the all sheets are back the, on. the sheets are back on. Could mm. that just be a continuity so error? The guy. No, because <laughs> then the guy is like, like, what? Like, I thought she was out here taking things down. And oh, you're right. OK. Yep. Yeah. The review. OK, you're right, Ryan. Shit. That is pretty good. So there are, there are a lot of good details in here. I mean, this is definitely like a movie where it's like 
the director saw a bunch of horror horror movies and he's aware of the tropes and they wanted to kind of deconstruct it. It's kind of like a yeah. deconstructed sandwich of Halloween it's horror. It's like the scream of Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely married kind of moments of like laughter and moments of terror. Um, I love the tiebacks, man. Like the like Jace mentioned earlier, the 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 murder principle. How he, he's like revealed to be like the vampire murderer that shows up later, yeah. and then he gets murdered by the werewolves. And there's like just all this stuff uh, intertwining in the movie. And it was that part was just really fun, um, just to see unfold. The he played it was. The way that they showed his character through the beginning of the movie and then him getting thrown off a cliff and having his leg broken and the actor like portraying real fear in that moment was probably the ultimate payoff leading up into that. Like, like, how'd she fucking throw him off of that? <laughs> and then in there, it's like, oh, she was yeah. she was she didn't want to be in that costume because she's a fucking werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, and, uh, and then yeah. going back and being like, that's why she's wearing Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. Like on the second watch, you guys will catch it. Oh, I didn't even make that connection, guys. There's the, that's why this movie is amazing. It's the second watch, not the first watch, but the second watch. Okay, when they're putting their costumes on, they're literally telling you what they're gonna go be doing. They're like, they're yeah. basically saying. We are werewolves. We're going to go take people into the woods and eat them. And it's all a trick. And you'll find out later. But we're being real coy about it. Like, they basically say that into the camera. And you guys are like, ha, ha, girls, ha, ha, <laughs> And there, there's one, like, my favorite phrase in the whole thing is that uh, when the Red Riding Hood doesn't want to come out of the dressing room. Yeah. And the other girls say, will huff, will puff. And we'll, oh, yeah. shit. It's just like really, really clever writing. I do. Yeah, I do, that's awesome. I do appreciate uh, a script where it's obvious that they thought about the beginning of the script when they knew what was going to happen at the end of it. And they weren't just like, we're going to shoot this movie and then we'll <laughs> see what happens. And they because they storyboarded it, like every single shot in this movie before it was done, before they started shooting. It's like it was like it was planned out. And that's something that I just I absolutely love. Yeah. That werewolf reveal because there, there's what's her name Anna Paquin she she's Anna, like rogue yeah, in X Men a bunch of Keen maybe yeah yeah she's in a lot of movies um like her character in this was just like she's kind of the nerdy character um with like you know they're all going out in, into a party and that caught me so off guard that reveal that they're werewolves because really? at first yeah completely I didn't see it coming at That's all awesome. at first I thought she was like a human who's gonna be a victim from this vampire killer mm-hmm. right. And then once they once it's revealed that they're all part of this like coven, I was like, oh, shit, they're witches. Oh, man, that's so crazy. And then like you see her teeth. Yeah, but when I saw the teeth, I was like, oh, fuck, they're vampires. Yo, this is sick. And then I saw a werewolf come out of the person's skin. And then I was I was like, I got tricked four times in like 30 seconds. So cool. And how awesome was the transformation itself? Like how that unique was, was that? It's it was like a the bit... most gruesome thing I've like most gruesome type of transformation I've ever seen. Literally ripping skin off. Uh, it was kind of like Van Helsing. You guys ever yeah. see the, the mm-hmm. 2004 yeah. Van Helsing? Totally underrated. Fucking love that movie. It's not good, but it's awesome. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman rips his skin off to become. Yeah, that, that's where, but this was way more gruesome. Like juice was coming off and shit. And like the werewolves were wet. Like. Yeah, that was awesome. And then they just rip apart all the dudes. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. 
And the baby. The guy in the baby costume was a funny gag. I... <laughs> When I saw the baby costume, I was like, I am totally on board. They were like, oh, we have a guy for you. And she's like, oh, is he young and cute? And she like looks at this this guy in a baby costume passed out. She's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like that was that was great. Um, cool. Well, do you guys have any other uh, things you want to mention about the movie or do we want to move into? Yeah. Uh, I oh, want to yeah. throw a shout out to uh, the hot dog guy. Which one was the hot dog guy? Oh, in the hot dog costume. Yeah. Where was he what at? Was he? I remember. Noticed, remember the when they, the kids go trick-or-treating and they show yeah. up to the woman's house and she's super drunk and they have an adult oh, dance wait, party. Yeah, we skirted this so far. We were talking about furries earlier today. Or we were right on the hairy edge of it. There was a lot of people dressed up in animal costumes boinking each other in that house. Yeah, and there was a hot dog, like, grinding on a bunny or something. Did you guys notice the hot dog was at the the werewolf party? Oh, he was. No. He was a victim. There's a, there a discarded, bloody hot dog costume, like, oh, uh, shit. next to one of the victims. Is that, like, a fantasy where it's, like, you have a furry fetish and you're mauled to death by sexy furries? Is that like so? I think that's is he whole, going into. I think that's the appeal from like day one. That's the whole thing. furry Valhalla, <laughs> where he's gonna be dining in the halls. They drink from the the cups of upturned furry helmets. <laughs> this would be good for a, a rewatch because I think yeah, there's there was just so many gags in there. Um, there was enough callbacks for me to be like, oh shit, that was the guy from earlier. Like, oh shit, that was the character from that that scene. And I think, you know, this will reward multiple watches and even just having things like, quote unquote, spoiled in that way. I think it's still uh, worth watching just for the experience and just to appreciate, you know, how fun this movie is. Totally. It's like going down a water slide you've gone before. You know, the first time was, you know, was crazy. But then you're like, oh, here comes the big bump. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I, so I picked up on this uh, something this time that I hadn't picked up on before. Do you guys, oh. I think I must have mentioned this. Um. Do you guys know what a Chekhov's gun is? Oh, yeah. We've talked about this on the show yeah. on our paycheck episode. Oh, OK. So the idea yeah. is that it's a plot device, essentially, like a storytelling device where um, the old saying is that in the first act, if you see a gun above the fireplace by the last act, it has to go off. Mm -hmm. And there's a literal Chekhov's gun in this movie because in the first act with the principal, the neighbor Creed, uh. says, I've got a shotgun over my fireplace and an NRA card oh, in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. And then in the last act, he's using the shotgun. And I just like, like details like that are just amazing. I love how I can pick up on something like that. That's why I rewatch the movie all the time is because uh, there's always something fun to find. Like I can ignore the things I've already found and just like start looking in the background or listening uh, to like characters who aren't the main character on screen. I can hear them talking like the shotgun part and it's yeah. really fun that aspect of seeing different angles of the same scene was was great um because you know the guy says that at a fence and you're seeing yeah. one side of the fence at first where it's the serial killer dad you know comically hiding bodies and then like later yeah you see the other side with the guy holding the shotgun and you realize he's being stalked by sam and there's a whole situation going on you have no yeah, idea and that's why he's scared it's be that's why he's an asshole it's because he thinks it's the neighbor's son like pranking him while all this is going on and he's like i really need your son to stop doing that but he's <laughs> the only way he can get that emotion across is by cursing at the neighbor yeah did you guys pick up on and ryan you might have already too but like uh, i kind of like a, it was kind of a scrooge reference towards yeah. the end 
um where i feel like sam is almost like ghost of christmas future or ghost of halloween future where he just shows you all this fucked up scares the piss out of you and you learn to love the holiday and at the end he's wearing like a scrooge bandage around his jaw yeah. and like he's all fucked up it's multiple stab wounds he's like handing out candy and following the rules um until he's brutally ripped apart by the zombie kids but that's that's a different issue it wasn't because he wasn't <laughs> celebrating <laughs> sam in sam's book he was clean but you know, there's multiple types of law justice going on in this town. Yeah, the the, the classic Scrooge trope I think for a character, maybe not even trope, but like the, the device to use someone whose opinion of something, in this case, a holiday, but opinion of something has changed by seeing it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say the zombie kids are ghosts of Halloween past because it's come back to haunt him? Nice. Yeah. Mm. Then who is ghosts of Halloween present? I think Sam honestly would be a really nice present. Sam is present. Okay. Cause I was thinking he has a bag over his head and the, the future one was scary too. Uh, well, uh, is there a future one? Is it the werewolves? I don't know. I think they're just rolling through they're town. They're the only ones. They're the only ones who get away scot-free, honestly. They're yeah, coming in, the hanging out, murdering some people and then booking it. Yeah. What is their deal? They seem like pretty normal. Like, do they like go to college and, you know, I have been friends fine being at that party and... for the first 90% of it. <laughs> I was like, the funniest part is like, I know that Jace would be got by a werewolf and werewolves were real. Hey, oh, <laughs> and yeah. like this. Might be too lazy. Easy money. Hey, do you want to come out of this party in the woods? No, fuck you. It's beer at the bar. <laughs> this was 2007. It's a different time. Yeah, no TikTok. People couldn't have videos be like, hey, I'm out in the woods. Oh, God. Look what's oh, it's a werewolf. They're real. <laughs> Go live on Instagram, quick! I'm gonna live stream myself being ripped apart by werewolves. Well, guys, uh, do we want to get into our our meters? Are you guys feeling that? You want to talk about what our meters are? That's um, what we and, need to discuss first. Yeah. Okay. And Jace, you made a pretty sick graphic you showed us of the haunted Halloween hotel or haunted holiday hotel. Yeah. Um, maybe we can do like floors, like ten floors out of ten, because you kind of had like a, a numbering of up to 10 floors that is true so we'll have to sh yeah we'll have to share this later it's a 10 floor hotel denali thanks for that idea because i just put like a shit ton on it oh yeah that so was amber's with? idea by the way i did not steal that um that was that was all her and this is what i pay her for um and i had drawn a zombie with a with a a santa hat on when i was thinking about holiday horror to begin with so we've got this hotel with a ghost at a floor two just a spooky, fun little ghost. Uh, kind of Jason's mask coated in flames about four, four or five. It a murderous, goes to hell. A murderous turkey uh, with a big-ass <laughs> knife at the middle levels. And then the zombie, you know, up at the top with GBGBs. It got something for everyone. Kinda All cute. of the holiday sweet. figures. It's a sweet graphic, man. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, we'll throw it up on, uh, on our IG and Twitter for you guys to look at as well. And you guys can, of course, see that on our, on our YouTube uh, as well. Can't, I don't so I don't have anything to do with I'll just throw it out there now before we get into um, the this season holiday horror. I really do want to make sure we get one movie out of like the major holidays. And there are some movie, you know, mm -hmm. like definitely Christmas. There's a good right. New Year's movie. There's a there's some Valentine's movies. We, we right. We will see some more Halloween. Um, and I was thinking that a great name for this would be the ho o ah meter. <laughs> the ho o ah meter? 
Yeah, so it's like, you know, Ryan had said, like, ho, 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 like, Holiday Horror Hotel. But you've got Christmas, you've got kind of the three stages of being, like, scared slash holiday like, ho, 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 like, oh, and then, like, ah! <laughs> the ho, ho, the, oh, ah, me, ho, the ho, oh, oh, oh. Or we just... Okay, that's, that's a hard sell, Jace, I will say that. I, it's difficult to say. Though we are not strangers to complicated ideas. The ho-oh-ah, the ho it doesn't oh, have to ah be a, meter. It doesn't have to be okay. a long ah, it can be ho-oh-ah, ho-oh-ah-meter. Ho-ho-ho-meter. Ho-ho-shit. Okay, now we gotta stray away from that. Ho-ho-ho. Let's, we can do this. We can do the, um, barometer. Visiting your estranged aunt at Thanksgiving meter. (laughs) (laughs) We can do the holiday meter. We can do the spooky meter. I'm fine with spooky meter because this is all like horror themed. Um, we can do the scare, the scareometer. Um, we can do the hauntometer. Yeah, I want, hauntometer is not bad. I want to get away from like the idea of these movies being scary. Okay. We can do. Ryan, the word horror, the definition from the Oxford language is an intense feeling of fear, shock, or disgust. Right. Mm. Being similar to fright, alarm, panic, terror, and fear. So, you know, I think I'm two of us are going to be scared not, this whole time. Okay. I'm not saying the word doesn't mean scared that. scared the shit out of but me. The genre of movie is not like, it's not okay. the same as being a scary movie. Like, scary movies are a subset of horror movies, I feel like. Well, why don't we just make this meter just how, how, um, how holiday it is? Like the holiday. Yeah, how kind of how holiday Because that's is. our theme. So let's just say how much, how, 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 how well does it abide to our theme? Holometer. Like, I think a holodometer <laughs> works where we can, like, for example, we have a Christmas movie. Like, how Christmassy is it? You know? Or, or like how how New Year's Eve is, is, is. I think that would actually be fine because like how horror movie it is. Might right, they're be, all might be kind of redundant. They're all kind of horror movies. Yeah, and I think I that's would. an easy metric that we can measure. They were all dog movies. Well, right, <laughs> that meter was fine. all over the place. <laughs> I think that's a good that's a good corollary. Corollary? How do you even say that? Coronary? Corona. Right. Coronavirus. Or coronary. <laughs> Uh, that's a good coronary to the dog Wait, meter. Are you fucking <laughs> with me? <laughs> corollary. Corollary artery. Yeah. Cor- uh, that's a good comparison to the rock the, quarry. That's a great canary. To the dogometer, because, like, uh, I think that, yeah, with the, all these movies are going to have dogs in them. It's kind of like, yeah, all these movies have to be holiday themed. That's fine with me. Okay, are we fine measuring the holiday? Do you have a better? Yeah, I'm not gonna be primarily measuring the holiday. How 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 much? How like that was like the fifth? It's like a fifty-fifty for me. Okay, like first of all, I think it could be different for us. I think we just needed snatching. We just need name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you can have it like how how much how holiday is the killer? You know, what's the force of nature? Is it holiday? Absolutely. Um, some of the deaths is a holiday themed. Is there a lot of scenes where they're like have decorations and shit and they're talking about it? Um, or is it just like a thing that's kind of in the background and has nothing to do with the movie? Oh, yeah, that would that would definitely be bringing it way down for me. But something like this, for example, and I'm not going to review my score. It's it's you know, it's like a lot of a lot of Halloween shit, right? Like the villain 
is literally a pumpkin person and they're stabbing people because they're not obeying the laws of this holiday. That's like, <laughs> like yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> like you can't get any more fucking holiday than that. Is there going to be a New Year's monster who like, you know, murders people if they don't shoot off fireworks and they, and they blow them away with fireworks, you know, fireworks. or is it just like a slasher movie that takes place in, in New Year's and it just right. all it has is one fireworks scene. That's not very holiday. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys have any other idea? I mean, I think that sounds OK, I but that's I, fine. I don't have wait, we don't have a what's the name? <laughs> you guys want to do holodometer? Holiday spiritometer? Spiritometer? Spirit spiritometer is almost like a double play. Spirit cuz it's oh, it's kind of like double horror. entendre. Spiritometer? Yeah, that might that might that might be good. You know what? We can always change it at episode 2 or 3, but I oh, do yeah. like it for we now. Are, I do like it for this. now. Okay, cool. So, um then then we're kind of decided then we'll we'll I I'm fine. I'm cool with spiritom a spiritometer and then we will uh we'll go it- from there i guess we can kind of elucidate as we uh, as we go along well uh jace since this this season was your pick uh do you want to lead us off you want to set the tone for the season set the I bar thought, if you i will. thought you were going to be number one this season do we do you want me to start the off? only one who hasn't been number Doesn't one have to go I could be, yeah yeah i could do number yeah, one yeah, if you guys yeah, want yeah. okay all right fine um uh, i'll start us off then so w- for my spiritometer our inaugurary uh spiritometer I yeah, I already kind of revealed this earlier. This movie is very, very Halloweeny. Um, I'm very glad we we chose this movie just as our Halloween episode uh, because this is the true. This is the biggest celebration of the holiday I think I've seen in film. Um, not only is it celebrating the holiday itself, but it's also celebrating um, the movies that have to do with this holiday. You know, they're playing up all the tropes and literally the killer is a fucking pumpkin man. He kills people because they don't follow Halloween. Everyone's talking about this holiday 24 seven. Everything revolves around it. There is like not a moment where I'm like, oh, what what holiday is this taking place in? There's fucking decorations everywhere and only takes place on Halloween night. So, dude, I'm going to fucking give this a 10 easy 10. If there is a movie that is more holiday themed than this, I don't want to see that movie because I don't think that's I, I think it'd be insane. <laughs> this is the most tastefully holiday themed movie you could be. And I loved it for it. Um, so that's going to be easy. Ten. Ten floors on the Haunted Holiday Hotel. Straight to the top. Penthouse. Straight sweet. to the top, baby. Yeah, Denali, I think uh, I got to agree with you. I don't I think you're right in that. It's would it would be impossible for a horror movie to be more about a holiday than this because <laughs> like Halloween is already scary and therefore yeah. so easily imbued and everything and like what is Santa gonna murder kids who are bad <laughs> I think maybe then we're getting there but uh, with a can I'm gonna have to go with the ten there's not much other discussion like every single scene bleeds Halloween and I just absolutely love it. Hell yeah. It's called trick or treat for fuck's it's sake. It's literally called trick or treat. <laughs> I'm um I just I went to a loose I went to I'm gonna give it a right. ten too. I'm coming out of the gates I with suck. that. Um <laughs> I do want to say that I it, in further iterations I want to develop my meter. Um and these yeah. are some of the things that I was talking about. So like holiday thematics, yeah, on point. This movie is saturated with Halloween to a perfect level. It's great. It's not I think you could in some cases maybe you could overdo it like I don't know. Not in this movie. Another movie. I don't know how you could do it more. He kills people with a lollipop, <laughs> like a fucking pumpkin. I guess that's not what I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Not in. I think you could yeah, yeah. do it poorly. Maybe. Right. Right. Where it's like not fun. It's not tasteful. Yeah. Or, 
uh, but like he took a bite out of the lollipop and then they showed that it was a sharp edge and you could tell the guy was gonna get the smoke with <laughs> um scares i thought insofar as being holiday horror themed I did get some good scenes where I had to reach over and I was squeezing Yuri's leg and I was like, I was like, oh, oh God, I know it's coming. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> so that, that may be in the movie meter. That's probably in the movie meter side of things. Um, I put on here a note, uh, monster slash could I fuck him up? <laughs> so I think, I think more so. Why is this always in your meters? <laughs> I couldn't do it for the dogs. Because okay, you still did it for the dogs. <laughs> you kept talking about how you wanted to kick Clifford's ass. At least oh. it's less, it's, it's you know, less it's, troublesome it's, now. Yeah, less troublesome with the monsters. <laughs> what do you think, Jace? Can, do you think you can fuck him up? See, I think uh, the, the, the pretty tough situation. I think if I had a shotgun and I shot the thing twice, my next yeah. go-to move is throwing it in the fire. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you don't know if there... Because only the hand was moving. So he did a good thing with the double tap. But I think yeah. I'm going to keep in my repertoire, no matter how panicked I am, that if uh, there's an evil holiday spirit coming for me, I need to immobilize it and then burn it. Yeah, I think that's that's good. I mean, it probably has a strength of a child, too, because that that 80 year old man like really just threw that thing around without much issue. It was kind of Yeah, it was kind of um, they did that, too. And uh, you saw a child dragging the body, having to put obvious effort into it's not that dragging, strong, like, you know, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the, the fourth one would would have been uh, would I fall into the trap? And I think oh, in, that's a good Jace. That's actually really clever. He, and I think in this movie, besides the werewolves, which you're right, <laughs> I, I think I'm I think I'm uh, holiday lawful enough to follow the rest of the rules. I'm not a pumpkin smasher. Um, yeah. If I'm giving out candy bars, they're big bars. So we know Sam enjoys that. So I'm going to have to play with this in the coming movies but i'm gonna give trick our treat a 10 on the spiritometer i love hell it. yeah we're all hanging out top floor v was great boys it's a great movie honestly for holiday horror. like i i don't know if i would uh follow the pumpkin rule because i'd probably blow out the candle before the night's over because i don't want it to like burn my porch down like i don't think i'll just leave an open flame out like that pumpkins are pretty moist inside yeah, um, but like just, you know, if a gust of wind blew the pumpkin over and a fucking candle, you know, lit my porch on fire, like I'm not going to, you know, if I think it's an urban legend, I'm not going to like works so differently. Do you like long, time. do you like tall, skinny pumpkins that have like a really high no. moment of a... <laughs> I like I like the short and fat ones or the ra really round boys. Yeah, that's not getting pushed over by wind, but yeah, or someone knocks it over, or like a cat comes by and like knocks the candle over and burns the place down. Like, hmm. okay, if if I if I heard about someone getting murdered because they blew a pumpkin, then fuck yeah, I'm leaving it up, leaving it up, and taking my chances. But you know, um, right, well, I also being wouldn't honest get here. I would yeah. get murdered by the werewolves. You'd okay. get killed by Sam because he blew the pumpkin out because <laughs> you care about the livelihood of your home. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you wouldn't go out in the woods, you know, with a stranger. It maybe you would, but maybe. Uh, maybe if it sounded like a tight party, you know, maybe if I heard there was an Oculus Rift in the woods and they're all trying it, uh, maybe I'd go. <laughs> all right. Tens across the board. Um, oh, shit. I guess it's me. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it my movie meter, my actual meter, uh, my actual opinion about the movie. 
Um, well, right, like Brian, like we discussed, you know, normally, um, first of all, I actually do, I think, in the moment, enjoy watching scary movies, especially with friends. You know, we've watched scary movies together, had a lot of fun doing that. Um, and I think with this movie, especially because um, I watch a lot of scary movies by myself, because Amber is like me, who gets easily traumatized by movies. Um, so I was going to watch this one by myself. I was like a little nervous going in and i was like oh shit like is this gonna be a fucking scary ass movie i saw the front cover saw the little boy with the pumpkin bag face and i was like oh jesus christ um but watching it was a pleasant surprise um i think within the first the first kill of the movie i was like oh i'm probably gonna enjoy this uh it was a fun deconstruction of the genre um yeah there was some spooky scenes but it wasn't spooky in the sense of like oh holy fuck i'm not gonna sleep again uh it was just kind of like it was in a fun, tasteful way. And I think the, the movie was entertaining for that. Um, I think the jokes were funny and hit. There was a lot of great gags. And I think I enjoyed the fact that whoever made this movie probably had fun making it, had fun writing it out. And the actors in it just kind of committed to their parts in a really fun way. Um, you know, all the reveals, I think, caught me off guard. I think the only one I slightly saw coming was the bus driver one. But even then, um, it was just fun to watch unfold. So um, this movie's going to get an eight for me. Um, I found it to be a really, uh, really great, enjoyable movie. I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, not the movies I give nines or tens are like my life changing, fucking amazing movie. So eight's really high. Um, that's 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 a good score. Um, I recommend this movie. Great Halloween watch. I'd probably watch it again. Right. Yeah, that's. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I yeah, yeah. forgot what order we're going. <laughs> no, no, me too. That's. I mean, that's really surprising. But I'm. I'm happy to hear that. I was predicting maybe a six or a seven from you, honestly. Um, but I'm. I'm very happy for that, and I don't disagree with your score. Um, I think I'm this. This season, I'm going to definitely try to step away from the objective a little bit and try and get into subjective because horror movies like dog movies sometimes can need a bit of a cap because right. uh, I think people just unfairly, I think, criticize them. And therefore, they don't get a lot of the budget resources that other big movies get. And so I think that maybe they're kind of they have to be creative and they have to like cut corners in some places. And with that in mind, I think I'm going to give this movie a nine. There's not many movies I've seen this many times and i'm like yeah i'm gonna rewatch it again next week yeah it's this this movie has a special place in my heart like it's so joyful it loves halloween like this movie is a movie about people who die on halloween night and it loves halloween like that is so <laughs> cool it's not a commentary on how bad halloween is or like some movies might be right. a commentary on how like consumerists christmas is yeah, it's not thin like, right? Right. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you need to be good on Halloween because Halloween's a spooky day. I think that's great. Technical-wise, I don't think it does many things wrong. Yes, it's not a. It's not directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, so it's not like uh, going to be the most amazing spectacle you've ever seen. But it doesn't have the budget for that. I mean, they're just filming around in a neighborhood. Yeah. And this is what they came up with, and that's pretty amazing, I think. Uh, there are some things I want to point out that I find especially noticeable. The and this is something I'll mention a little bit. I guess I'll just give a tiny spiel right now, so I have to do it every single week. But my main, yeah, do it every my single main, week. Uh, <laughs> my main way of of analyzing whether or not a horror movie's scares are good is technically wise. Like what we're looking at, not necessarily plot wise, but uh, are 
in frame, out of frame, obscure reveal, and uh, in focus, out of focus. And this movie did all of them. So in frame, out of frame is kind of your classic. Someone jumps in from the side of the frame and kills somebody. Ah. And then obscure reveal is the classic, like you close a door and there's somebody standing behind the door. Mm-hmm. And then in focus, out of focus is usually there's somebody standing far away, but they're blurry and you can't tell what they are until the camera focus changes. Oh, those ones always get me. And this movie does all of those things and it does them pretty cleanly. It does them every single scene. It does them, but it does them really cleanly to where you don't notice it. Like, for instance, the elevator coming back up with just Rhonda on it. Like that is technically an obscure reveal. So um, things like that, I just really like the, you know, the killer principal ah, with the knife. Oh, yeah. That's it in frame, out of frame. So things like that. You don't notice it's doing it. And that's, I think, why I'm giving it a high score on the horror, my horror, personal horror movie scale. Um, everything else is just delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite detail in the entire movie is that when... Sam shows up to get candy from people. I think once in the movie, he has a bag behind him that he's dragging down the stairs. Yeah. There's a cat in the bag. Oh, right, because you hear it, right? It's like right? every time it goes down the stairs, it goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> the gags are just every second of this movie is just full of gags. Yeah, that cat definitely knocked over pumpkin. Yeah, nice. Okay, I'm gonna well, give this movie a nine. I really like this movie's. Uh, it rewards you for paying attention. It's visual. It's really great script, and it's just got a really awesome premise. Hell yeah, I'd be um I'd be concerned if you didn't give it like a eight and above score if you watch it every year. Then I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this movie sucks. It's well, there three. are movies I do that too. I like hate Night it. Right on Street and Friday the Thirteenth oh, right. and stuff. <laughs> nice man. Uh, well, Jace, what do you got for us? Okay, I, guys, I watched this movie on a plane. So, <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. Um, I knew there wasn't going to be time. So uh, I tried to get out of it what I could. Um, and I'm going to have to revisit it. Doesn't mean the score is low. One of my uh, favorite parts about this movie was just the visual appeal. And it's something that, um, like, I, I, would, I gave the Dark Tower points because the people who were working on it cared about in in some of the scenes showing the worlds for what they were to make you feel like you were in a fantasy place um and like giving you a bit of depth the movie the sets the costumes for trick-or-treat were all fantastic i i think like the only one that i didn't like was the werewolf reveal at the end i thought the werewolf of all things was like the cheesiest worst looking prop out of all of them (laughs) But the the rest, damn, and and th- that was like the one. That was the only time in the movie I thought like uh, the rest of the time I'm like, oh wow, okay, holy shit. So you oh, didn't like the animatronic with it. It's re- just the like the hit. werewolf head, though specifically oh, okay, one yeah, yeah. the werewolf head. It came up and it was like, <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> um, I liked the payoffs of the movie. I like how they structured the story to like to make you. F- feel for some of the characters and then get that um what's the move what's the german word for like schadenfreude schadenfreude when you feel feel bad for some or when you feel when you get a good feeling for somebody else's misfortune (laughs) the guy that the principal being the murderer and then you see somebody dressed up as a vampire you have no idea who it is 
fighting somebody and you think is that a real vampire it might be a real vampire because we've seen some shit that could lead you to believe that it might be a real vampire in this town mm-hmm. and then the payoff him getting thrown to the ground the vampire teeth getting pulled out and him being like ah, 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 ah i'm sorry <laughs> uh so i think the story was great visually really appealing um they, they, they did everything well and i don't know if i should give it an eight or a nine and the fact that you both gave it either an eight or a nine really does put me in a rough spot because i don't know if it's the nine of the holiday horror films and i was thinking about trying to give a an actual singular ranking to each movie this season and shifting if they need to be shifted which makes me feel like i should give this movie a safe eight with room at the top okay enough because the guy um, that directed mm -hmm. this movie also made krampus and that might be fucking crazy (laughs) okay okay nice I think an airplane eight is like a real life 10. But I feel like if you watch anything on an airplane, <laughs> it's just so much worse. I'm going to throw it. Give it an eight. Give it an eight, baby. Um, that's a pretty good rating. We got we picked a pretty good one out here. I was uh, I was worried that our season would all be dumpers um, or at least fun. Dumpers. Why I lobbied so hard for this movie, because it's like the perfect opener to show you guys like number one. Horror movies can be fun, and number two, yeah. holiday horror movies can be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, hell yeah, and and with that too, like I'm fine with watching some real dumpers because I know we'll uh, <laughs> we'll have fun with it too. Um, regarding our next film that we watch, so I want to run something by you guys because um, throughout this eight this ten weeks we're going to be doing this um, this season, we're going to be hitting. For sure. You know, Halloween, which is this one, which is November 1st. Um, We're definitely hitting Thanksgiving. We're hitting Christmas and we're hitting New Year's and we'll end on January 3rd. So those are ones we need to definitely hit. So Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Um, And I figured in between those, we can do other holidays. So I've been thinking of like different holidays we could do. And movies that are not like shitty B movies from the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I am all for those two. But like, uh, so so far, like actual movies we could seriously do for these holidays. I have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, Fourth of July, and then Solstice mm-hmm. for Midsummer. Yeah, gotcha. So I think that that's nine tolls. Like I've doubled up. Like I think we should probably watch one. We should probably watch two Christmas movies and two Halloween movies. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Those are big ones. Yeah. Honestly, if you guys want to do another Halloween, do you want to do it this next one, or do you want to just space them out a little bit? It doesn't matter to me. I was going to say we should watch My Bloody Valentine from 1981. That's a great movie. Do you want to watch the original or the remake? No, original. The remake <laughs> shitty is what I heard, because I think we yeah. were... <laughs> um, Please watch yeah, the original. Be- I'd be down if you guys uh, we can we can revisit Halloween, maybe another episode that's not coinciding with uh, with a holiday and our release date. And then um, this next week we can do we can do another one. Jace, I mean, you mentioned My Bloody Valentine, uh, one of my favorite bands. And uh, I've do you guys do you want to do you want to do uh, a Valentine's one? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. That's a good movie, guys. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Denali, I will. I will uh, consider this the warning. Meaning, okay. this is probably one of the ones that might get to you. 
1981 can something from the 80s scare me this is after the thing and an alien and halloween oh piss and texas chainsaw massacre and friday the 13th and old maybe oh piss in my shorts okay well that's fine all right i'll i'll watch i'll watch the trailer for this one and this one just watch it in the daylight (laughs) yeah that's a given so this one my bloody valentine what I know about this this movie, and I actually heard like indirectly that this is what the band named their band off of. Uh, that was that's kind of like a rumor. Um, this is like about a like a coal mine, like a ghost of a coal miner attacking right. people on Valentine's Day. Is that is that kind of the, the yeah. premise? Oh, yeah, you're good. OK, sweet. Uh, well, that was easy. That was an easy deliberation. It's weird not having like a wheel of chaos ceremony where we just so kind of <laughs> we kind of like air our grievances and do like this really arcane like thing before we spin it selection process yeah (laughs) but cool uh looks like next week we're gonna be doing my bloody valentine uh we hope you'll join us uh for this valentine's uh holiday special for this holiday season i love jace that you pitched this during the holiday season i didn't even like realize we were entering that like we're about to hit like four major holidays yeah with this with season four um so i think the timing just works out great for this season um you know Thank you guys for joining us. Follow us on uh, on Twitter at GBGB Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, keep up to date on all of our our happenings. Uh, review, subscribe, uh, do all the things. Um, tell your tell. Okay, everyone who comes to your house for trick or treating, uh, just just tell about the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but Ooh. wait, this airs after Halloween. Shit. No, we, we, can, we can put Halloween. it out on Halloween because it's just Sunday. But. Uh, n- this is an, do a Sunday an explicit drop. podcast for adults. They shouldn't be telling okay. children about it. Okay, yeah, you're right, Jason. So whisper tell to the parents. Tell the kids to yeah. tell, tell their, their parents. parents. Oh, yeah. And be, and be I don't like, want kids, a bunch of kids don't. to be going up to their parents and be like, they told me about the good boys. They're going bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's like, not going to be whoa, good. Whoa, what? <laughs> what yeah, you tell my kids? To <laughs> you told them to check children. out good boys gone bad. <laughs> no 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 bland bland it's bland okay then um tell if we're gonna drop this we can do a hollow early halloween drop tell your ghost about us tell your ghost about us ghosts will tell other ghosts and spread a ghost ghost mouth yeah they love tell the people they're haunting about us oh that's good watch the podcast also get out of this house (laughs) through the ouija board be like Check out CPG. <laughs> Denali, are you just moving our hands? <laughs> are you just moving our hands across the board? Guys, that's so weird. I don't know what's going on. Guys, weird. They told you to listen to my podcast. Isn't that weird? <sighs> uh, we hope you guys will join us. Guys, do you guys... Um, I'm still looking for a good sign-off for, for our podcast or, or a sign-off for this season. I, I think that we're just going for it every week. I love it. Do you guys have anything just to just send our audience off with? Oh, oh, ah!